What are you people? On dope? It's perfect! Shh, 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 shh. Do you hear that? It's the winds of change. My computer is the best on earth. Danger! Will Robinson, danger! Welcome, uh, Renegade Nation. Renegade Talking Maori, where we don't sugarcoat shit. My name is Richie Kepler, along with Marla, my ever drop dead gorgeous co-host. Thank God I have her, and you don't. Today's UFO Thursday. Every month we have UFO Thursday with our main man, Mr. Bob Schroeder, the author of Solving the UFO Enigma, How Modern Physics is Revealing the Technology of UFOs. Hi, Bob. How are you? Uh, Rich and Marla, I'm doing great, and I really appreciate being back on the show. And we love you, Bob. And this is from the day the Earth stood still, isn't it? Isn't it? I don't know. No, let me get the wrong <laughs> one. Cool. It's, it's good music. That's all I know. Here it is. Here we go. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, we love this music. This is Rich's favorite movie. Yeah, no, this is this is the Outer Limits, I think, uh, isn't it? Whatever. Let me switch. Let me switch. I'm it just happy to be speaking with Bob, my favorite anyway. physicist in the whole wide world. Anyway, one of these days, oh, one of these days, the UFOs will be here to pick up all the uh, messed up people and take them to another planet. That's what I'm hoping happens. Anyway, Bob from Boston. Bob, how are you after the Boston Marathon bombings? You hanging in there, buddy? Yeah, that was a, a terrible thing that happened here. Yeah, very and terrible. I'm so glad they caught the people that did it, though. And Thank God. I hope that justice is served. Justice is served. Well, anyway, Renegade Nation, Bob wrote the book, Solving the UFO Enigma, How Modern Physics is Revealing, Revealing, Renegade Nation, the Technology of UFOs. That's correct. And Bob, you can uh, you can get this book on Amazon, and you can go to Barnes and Noble online and get the book again. Write this down: "Solving the UFO Enigma: How Modern Physics Is Revealing the Technology of UFOs." So, Bob, can you briefly review the basic ideas from your book? Absolutely. And um, uh, in a nutshell, in a nutshell, it looks like um, uh, modern physics is now uh, closing in on a theory of everything. And we may be finally unraveling uh, nature at its deepest levels. Uh, what uh, it looks like is we live in an 11-dimensional universe. And if that's the case, uh, then that may help us, uh, I, I believe, uh, actually points toward a solution to the UFO enigma. And I, I'll just tell you real quick how it works. Um, but because uh, uh, we've actually talked about it on previous shows. Um, but anyway... Yeah, uh, it looks like uh, uh, we may live on what they call a space-time membrane, and this space-time membrane is floating in a larger space-time. Even though there's 11 dimensions, the space-time membrane has 10 of those dimensions, and there's one extra large dimension outside of that, and there may be other space-time membranes floating parallel to ours. But this is what I think is going on. Um, it looks like... Um, uh, the way the UFOs are getting here is it looks like that space that's outside of our membrane is warped in such a way that um, uh, uh, the number of gravitons out there, uh, uh, well, uh, uh, let me just jump back here for a second. Um, one of the big problems that we face in physics is we're trying to figure out why gravity is so weak compared to the other forces of nature. And it looks like gravity is weak because the gravitons that carry the gravity force, 99.9999% of them are located in that uh, extra uh, dimension 
that's beyond the membrane we live on. And <coughs> is that the last believe, membrane? Uh, I'm sorry. Is it the last membrane or the the closest to Earth? Oh, I I got you. Uh, it's the this membrane. Well, uh, there it looks like there's probably two membranes out there. Uh, one membrane is called the weak membrane. Uh, which is the one we live on. And then the other one is the plank membrane, uh, or sometimes called the gravity membrane. And that one is the one that's attracting most of the gravitons that they believe exist in the larger 11-dimensional universe. And here's what's exciting. Because general relativity tells us that, um, <clears throat> that space shrinks where there's a lot of gravity force. So it looks like uh, the force of gravity goes up to 10 to the 16th power in that extra dimension. And that would allow us to, uh, if we went in only part way in to the extra dimension there, the distance between our star, our planet Earth, and Alpha Centauri, the next nearest star system to us, shrinks from 25 trillion miles or 4.3 light years, it shrinks all the way down to 25 miles. In other words, <laughs> if you can, yeah, isn't that amazing? <laughs> if, if that, and that's what I believe the UFOs are doing. They're just simply leaving our membrane going into the bulk. They call this area the bulk, the extra dimension. And I believe what they're doing is they're just simply getting in there. And in the book, I explain how they do it. I won't go into that here. Yeah, but, go get the book, Renegade Nation. You can find out. Hey, Bob, what experiments are currently being done right now to detect these black holes, particularly these uh, micro black holes? Well, that's exciting. Um, the uh, What they're trying to do um, is um, at the Large Hadron Collider in Geneva, Switzerland, they're actually hoping to create these micro black holes. And these micro black holes, I believe, are key to how UFOs function. And... Uh, and because if they can create micro black holes, and, and, and again, I won't go into the physics that's in the book, but if, uh, it would indicate that extra dimensions exist. And the only way um, that um, UFOs can possibly get here uh, easily is if there are extra dimensions that are warped. Uh, um, in terms of space-time being warped. Hey, Bob, do you, think the, hey, Bob uh -huh. do you think the UFOs are here right now? Yes, I do. I, I believe they're here all the time, uh, but I think they're coming from many, many different civilizations. Wow. And they're, all and they're all using the same method to get here. They're jumping into the bulk, into that extra dimension. Okay, Marla, Marla had a question. Go ahead, Marla. No, I was okay. just sitting here. I, I keep getting chills over my body because it's so interesting. So more than a UFO, I would say an ET, these are, are people or whatever you would call them from other planets. Uh, that's right, uh, Marla. And uh, I can tell you <clears throat> that my guess is they look very much like us. They mm -hmm. may be a little bigger or a little smaller, but I think they're going to be similar to us. Bob they're, part, Bob, they're part of my family, and I'm waiting for them to come <laughs> and pick me up. Get me the hell out of here. No, I'm with you, Bob. I think I, I, think I was blacklisted, yeah. and they, now I'm, 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 I'm trying to get them to come back and get me out of here. <laughs> I have another question, uh, Bob. Do you hey, think the Obama... Did, they leave, did hmm? they leave you on planet Earth? Yeah, they left me here. I know. 
Because <laughs> yeah, L. Ron Hubbard showed up Saturday night, and I said, when they come in to pick me up? And he I said, soon. I was so upset when I was reborn again. <laughs> you think, hey, Bob, I have a question. You think the Obamable uh, administration is um, <clears throat> financing this, or is it from private money? You mean uh, financing? Financing, you know, finding the UFOs and making sure that they don't stay. The, other dimension. The, no. the other dimension. I think uh, <laughs> well, Abominable is no, in another you dimension. Know what? I hate to say it. it it's, it's unfortunately a sad commentary on, the, on our scientific community, but I'm afraid our government won't touch the UFO topic with a 10-foot pole, you know. And, and actually, for fairly good reasons, because at the moment, unfortunately, the topic of UFO is, uh, UFOs is submerged in a lot of uh, uh, fringe stuff that really has nothing to do with hey, it. Hey, Bob, you know what my uh, feeling yeah. is about this? They have brainwashed everybody to think that if you talk about UFOs, you're a friggin' moron. You're crazy. You're, you're crazy. Nuts. You're insane. <clears throat> you, you know, you're coming to take me away, ha-ha, to the funny farm. <laughs> I mean, I, <clears throat> I mean. <laughs> and, well, you know, the, that's, that is absolutely part of the problem. And, and I, I believe what's actually happening is, um, you know, for the night comedy shows, the nighttime comedy shows, and, and general, you know, generally, um, you know, people who are in uh, positions where they cannot, they have to be taken seriously, um, it, you know, people kind of make fun of the UFO phenomenon because, unfortunately, it does uh, attract a lot of people that uh, you might, who are... Wacky? Whack jobs, maybe? Wacky. <laughs> Whack jobs? Well, you know, Renegade Nation, uh, you know, Bob is yeah. so Bob is so into this and he knows what he's talking about, but I actually saw one a long time ago and it was a flash of light and nobody, but nobody's going to tell me what I did see and what I did not see and I did see it. It was a long time ago and uh, <clears throat> I don't want, you know, get even into the day, but it was, a, it was in a very, very dark place on Earth, very, very, very dark and I saw this light and it just popped up and was gone and it was no flying, no dropping star, falling star, meteor. It was an incredible sight, it, but it only lasted for maybe a thousandth of a second. It was so quick. It zoomed and by. I, yeah, the light, and uh, we tried to see if it was on radar. It was in the, when I was in the service, but uh, Renegade Nation, I actually did see that light. So you can believe, you think I'm wacko, fine, I'm wacko, whatever you think, but I did <laughs> I did see it. Hey, Bob, one more, one, here, here's another question. How are these UFOs able to accelerate at, at these blinding speeds and apparently overcome the effects of inertia? How, how, does, how, how are they doing this, that we have not gotten to that level yet of, of or Maybe we have, and they won't let us yeah. know. Do you think we have, and they won't let us know? I, no, I don't think so. Mm. And I can tell you why very quickly, because we are we ourselves are just um, trying to unravel nature at its deepest levels. That what we're doing at the Large Hadron Collider, uh, we really do not understand uh, inertia, the cause of inertia, and uh, and you know a lot of people might be surprised at that. We can measure inertial effects. Like, for example, when you're in your car and you take a, a quick turn, you're, you're thrown to one side of the car. That's the effect of inertia. Mm -hmm. and, and, and even though it's at the, at the central uh, premise of general relativity, which says inertial mass is equal to gravitational mass, we actually, uh, Einstein and nobody else, knows what causes inertia. And, but what I think we're going to, I think I know what it might be, uh, it's related to the extra dimensions, and I talk about that in the book, but I won't go, I, I won't go into that right now. However, I do think that um, what's happening is, um, uh, see, see now, 
I, I, I have to get a little bit technical, but not too bad. Um, way, uh, Einstein and many other physicists uh, believed in something called Mach's principle after Ernst Mach, an Austrian physicist, who believed that inertia was due to all the matter in the universe. So in other words, the Andromeda galaxy and every other galaxy out there contributes to the effect that we call inertia. Um, <clears throat> and 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 so, so what is it that causes, you know, a body wants to stay in constant motion, and, and unless it's acted on by an outside force, uh, it, um, it'll be what they call inertial motion, where it's not feeling any acceleration. But the second that object tries to accelerate, it'll feel the inertial reaction, mm -hmm. the inertial force. Mm -hmm. And, and hmm. what uh, Mach said was that he believed it's due to all the other matter in the universe. But there's a problem there. How, does, how could all the other matter in the universe have an instantaneous effect? And, and I believe, I think I know how it's happening. It's occurring in the extra dimensions. Uh, which are compressed, and I believe um, so. Uh, so I, I believe that's where it comes from, and and so I believe what the UFOs are doing is they are eliminating inertial um, um, uh, um, effects simply by um, getting. What they do is I believe they're using these micro black holes to swallow uh, what they call four-dimensional gravitons, the ones that we're familiar with on Earth, and once they're able to do that. They kind of sh shield the entire ship, and and basically, which I think are particle accelerators. That's what these. That's why they're always circular in shape. Mm -hmm. And I believe what they're doing is they're swallowing these um, these ordinary four-dimensional gra uh, gravitons. Um, the, the way they do it is they swallow them in micro black holes. They're creating a constant uh, flux of micro black holes around, and in like a in, in, in like a uh, sheath around these uh, uh, objects. Hey, hey, Bob, hey, Bob, I have a question. Are you an alien? I <laughs> know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> However, I believe if we're, if the, if, if, it, if the theories of the extra dimensions, M theory and string theory, prove to be correct, we may be uh, being introduced to a federation of advanced civilizations in the not-too-distant future. Within ten years. Well, that was my next oh, question. I, I saw. I saw. Okay, more. No, I. I agree. I saw on the news uh, on the stupid ostrich media fucking news that um, in, in NASA, and I thought they closed up the space traveling with NASA, but they said in the next two decades we could be flying to Mars. Do you think that's going to happen? Yes. Yeah, now they're talking about conventional technology, but what I'm hoping is, um, uh, is one of the thing, One of my goals with the book. One of the things I'm trying to prove. If these UFOs are actually using micro black holes, KK gravitons, and 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 so and so on like that, then I believe um, we'll see something called Hawking radiation from these craft. If we do see Hawking radiation, if we pick it up on spectrographic equipment, that would prove or virtually confirm that they are using technology that we're just on the verge of understanding. Mm -hmm. and Fascinating. Would, and, and what's exciting about this is it would allow us to, um, now we have an objective, a goal, we can accelerate our uh, uh, development of this technology and, and actually build these 
kind of things ourselves. Hey, Bob, are you and saying that they're using the black hole for propulsion, that they're, they're just pushing themselves out of the black hole where they get this propulsion and they go into another dimension? Am I reading that right, or am I uh, way off base here? Almost, almost right there. But what they're doing is they create like a shroud of micro-black holes around the craft, mm -hmm. and one black hole by itself would end up going into the fifth dimension, into this extra dimension. Okay, I have one and more. I have one question. We have to take a break. Do you okay. think, uh, and as a physicist and, and somebody who knows what they're talking about, do you think uh, during our lifetimes, uh, in the next, say, 20 years, the people that are currently on Earth, living on Earth, do you think we'll ever see a UFO land here? Yes. I, I, well, I can't guarantee within a decade or two, but if we develop this technology ourselves, and those of us studying uh, the UFO phenomenon, uh, researching it, um, if we, we can accelerate this process, um, if we discover Hawking radiation from them, mm -hmm. and if we do, that means that we know, we have a very good idea of how they work, and then we can start developing them ourselves. Hey, Bob. And when, and we, uh, sorry, sorry Marl. Uh, and when it, we do, then at that point, I believe the Federation will become very uh, concerned or very interested in what we're doing because we'll be able to travel to their planet and they'll be introducing us sort of, um, you know, uh, require, required uh joining of the Federation. Federation. Uh, we'll join the Federation. Uh, I, yeah. I, do you have a question, Marla, because we're going to take a break? I was just thinking, now, do you think there's any possibility that an extraterrestrial being from somewhere on, on another planet is in any way like helping science or doing anything, or they're just observing? Right now, I can tell you, in my opinion, beyond a shadow of a doubt, um, they are simply observing. But they are, the reason... There's much more activity now than there was, say, 200 years ago. Is because I think they know we're close to developing their technology. And now they're watching closely right. because we're so crazy yeah. down here. And when we come back, we're going to take a break, Renegade Nation. Very, very uh, uh, interesting. Um, to hear uh, it from a physicist. To hear it from somebody who knows what they're talking about. When we come back, I'm going to ask Bob about the Kepler spacecraft because we haven't heard anything or seen anything about Kepler, and a lot of people Have don't you? know about that. When, we, when We're going to come back on the break. Okay. I want people to understand that this spaceship is out there taking pictures of other planets and transits and time, but we want to... Uh, let the audience know, <clears throat> Renegade Nation, what Bob has come up with with Kepler, because I surely haven't heard a damn thing about anything. <laughs> but anyway, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about Kepler and also how UFOs are able to accelerate at, bl at blinding speeds and how all that works. You listen to Renegade Talk, where we don't sugarcoat shit. My name is Richie Kepler, along with Marla, and we have Bob Schroeder, the author of Solving the UFO Enigma and How Modern Physics is Revealing the Technology of UFOs. Blunt. Do you like to be blunt? Absolutely. We don't sugarcoat shit. Listen, Listen Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. You'll hear things you've never heard before. Renegade Talk Radio. 
Welcome back to Renegade Nation, Renegade Talk in Maui, where we don't sugarcoat shit. Our guest today with Richie and Marla, Bob Schroeder, the author of Solving the UFO Enigma, How Modern Physics is Revealing the Technology of UFOs. And this is an exciting program. Listen, Renegade Nation, they're watching you, and Bob's telling you all about this. And right now, we're going to be talking about the Kepler spacecraft that they don't talk about, that it's out there looking for life on other planets like Earth. That's right. We're not making this up, Renegade Nation. It is for real. And Bob's going to explain what's been going on with Kepler and if Kepler has found anything interesting over the last few months. Hi, Marla. Hey, Richie. Okay, hi, Bob. Hi, Bob. Hi, guys. Aloha, Renegade Nation. Uh, Renegade Nation, listen to this. Now, we're going to be talking about Kepler. Bob, any updates on the spacecraft Kepler that's out there floating around looking for uh, uh, another Earth? Well, um, as far as I know, uh, they did discover a lot of these um, red dwarf stars that appear to have planets around them. Mm-hmm. And that's very, very, very exciting because uh, it may have um, a, a direct um, implications as far as the UFO phenomenon because these red dwarf stars uh, live for about 100 billion years. Mm-hmm. And whereas stars like ours only live about 10 billion years, and so a red dwarf star has a much longer time to develop, uh, evolve intelligent life. So basically, and Bob, what you're saying is that could be the base camps for the uh, UFOs that Kepler could, might be finding. It, it not only could it be, it may very well be. And the reason I'm saying that is because there's a lot more red dwarf stars than there are G star stars uh, classified as a G star. Bob. And, uh, yeah. Bob, I have a question. Uh, when, okay. you, you have Kepler floating floating around out there. Yeah. Do the no. UFOs um, or the aliens do they know that Kepler's out there floating around? Are they checking this out? Do you think they they may very well be? And the reason I suspect that is because uh, a number of our uh, space missions, UFOs have actually come right up to the spacecraft as if observing and checking them out. And I have no doubt that they have gone around and checked out our satellites. In fact, I read one story where there, some people in Texas were watching uh, through telescopes a satellite or the, uh, a satellite go overhead, and another object approached the satellite from behind, caught up to it, went parallel to it, and then took off. Wow! Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and so no uh, Earth-based vehicle can do that right now. So that almost certainly was a UFO of some type. Well, Marl had a question in regards to Well, it wasn't whatever. really a question. What is it then? I'm talking about, I'm thinking about, you know, the different dimensions. And a lot of times when we talk about space and extraterrestrials, it, it's right along the same line as spirits. You know, human beings that have passed but are in another dimension because... More and more is opening up now. People are having more contact with people that have passed from this dimension. And I just saw something last week, and I was thinking about you because this physicist was reviewing this. And it was oh. it was on um, oh gosh, one of my one of my favorite shows, uh, uh, Ghost Adventures or something. I don't remember. Anyhow, well they they were in this uh, particular building that is reported to be very haunted at one point uh, 
a rock flew up and hit the investigator, bounced off him, and rolled down the floor. Yikes. And uh, at the end of the show, they had a physicist looking at this, and he could not explain it. He that, could- you know, I believe, um, I, may, I may lose some of my credibility here, but I do believe that uh, there's, there may be something <clears throat> to this psychic medium thing. And I do believe, like you said, it probably is re- related to the extra dimensions. Um, <clears throat> and uh, there's a couple of reasons why I believe this. Uh, consciousness is something that is not understood by uh, neuroscientists quite yet. And, and they really don't understand the origin of human con- consciousness. And more importantly, human consciousness um, uh, originates at the quantum level that is at the very smallest level that we know of that exists in nature. And, and so uh, there may, uh, if the, the extra dimensions are there, they're almost certainly accessed at that quantum level. And if that's the case, then perhaps consciousness can exist. It can survive the body's passing. And, and, and there's another reason I also believe this. The audience might be interested in a, a doctor by the name of... Um, Dr. Oh, what the heck is his name? Eben Alexander. Dr. Eben Alexander. And I think it's E-B-A-N, and the last name is Alexander. And this guy is a neurosurgeon, or, um, or a neuro- neurologist anyway, and, um, and he suffered from a brain disease which shut down his cortex, the outer covering of the brain, which is evolutionary-wise the most advanced part of the human brain. And that part, essentially, from a bacterial infection, kind of like meningitis, um, destroyed that outer part of his brain or shut it down. And, and, and he, he eventually uh, awoke from a coma, but he said while he was in coma, he, his brain was clinically dead, and he experienced um, uh, what you might call these extra dimensions and meeting relatives who had passed and right. stuff like that. And I, and I strongly recommend that you guys and anybody in the audience that's interested um, get the book by Eben Alexander. And the name of the book, I think, is Heaven is Real or something right. like that. Right. I've read a couple of the books. So it was a big thing back in the 80s. Um, and pretty much everyone that had near-death experiences, you know, were floating above their body in the hospital. And pretty much all of them had the same story about being in the special place where they're met by their loved ones that have passed. And nobody speaks. It's all through, you know, the brain. And you yep. get to review yeah. your life. Okay. And, and, also, I, and it, Well, nobody's going to be meeting me because nobody likes me. Rich, oh, people, no, people, 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 rich. people um, can be on, on both sides. Okay. All right. I, I, I want to get into something else other than this. Wait, well, what, was it, what was the name of the book? I already have it. Okay. Heaven is Real. A lot of people, Renegade Nation would be asking this question. And Bob, I, I want you to really tell the audience, tell Renegade Nation what you think. Do you think the governments, and I mean the governments all around the world, are concealing information about these UFOs? And why are they concealing it? Okay, that's a. I, I love the question. It's. Um, I get. But I'll. T- I may disappoint the audience. I don't believe they're concealing um, a- information by and large. And and 
and accept certain information, like let's say they get uh, a radar contact with a UFO using an advanced uh, super-secret radar that we've developed for military purposes, you know, some kind of phased array thing or something like that. And, uh, and, and I think in the past, and probably even currently, when we do pick these things up on sensory equipment that we use that's uh, highly classified, they do not reveal that information to the public because it would also reveal um, some of the uh, technical information uh, 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 on the radars or the sensory equipment that we've developed. Hey, Bob, I Bob, I have a only, yep. Bob, I have another question here. Are you, do you think that the UFOs are afraid to land on this planet? Not do you think that they're worried? They have landed many times. At least, uh, I mean, the more credible reports. There was a real good one down in Socorro, New Mexico, mm -hmm. uh, where a pol police officer saw a UFO come down and land and at a distance, and he drove up closer to it. He got within about a couple hundred feet of it. He was on a, this was down in Arizona, I think, and he was on what they call a mesa down there. Um, and uh, he was looking down in this gully where the UFO was, and there were two uh, men dressed in uh, white over coveralls or overalls uh, and that it appeared to have head head helmets on and and there was like a, a, a typical uh, you know egg-shaped UFO there and the second they saw the police officer they darted around behind the craft the officer heard a loud bang as if the door was closing and then there was a roar and this object took off and then accelerated toward the mountains and he estimated it might have been doing eight or nine thousand miles an hour or, or scientists later figured out. When did when did this happen? Uh, this was I can tell you, uh, I was back in the 1960s. Really? And the and the, and the name of the officer was um, Officer Lonnie Zamora. I think he's since passed away, mm -hmm. but his last name is Z, uh, Zamora, Z B A M O R A, and it was in a and I uh, Socorro. Oh, I'm sorry, New Mexico. I said Arizona. New Mexico. Yeah, New, Me yeah, New Mexico. Yeah. Socorro, New Mexico. I think I saw that recreated. It was definitely recreated several times on TV on different right, shows. Right, I saw that. And, it, and it's a very, very credible... Well, it goes back to my uh, original question, Bob, is that they did land here. Let's say that's all true, and most likely it is. But when they saw the human which was the police officer, they yep. got frightened, got in back into the spaceship and took off and got out of here because they must have some type of feeling that we are very aggressive. And uh, no, uh, no, I don't think so. Well, why would they take uh, off? Well, well, what's your explanation why of why they, would they take off? Well, first... Uh, they're not at the point where they want to introduce themselves quite yet. But mm -hmm. they will, I think, the second we develop their technology they'll definitely introduce us and that and and, and and what would be the reason for that because they're afraid that we will now have this technology and that we'll be able to do more damage uh, I, I, uh, something like this here's what I think is going on um, I, I, I know a lot of people might disagree with me but I think the earth is becoming a better and better place I think our civilization is getting better and better now you don't get that impression from watching the news politics um, Right. Uh, yeah, and, and but but you must remember that the the uh, in the in the media the there's an old saying, if it bleeds, it leads. <laughs> and, right. and what that 
And what that means is that, uh, you know, if they talked about, like today, I went over, I went to Dunkin' Donuts, I got a coffee and donuts, and, and I came back and I got on my computer, I did some work. And if, if the news reported what 99% of people do every day, the, the viewership would plummet. Would plummet, Nobody yeah, they need sensationalism. So right. They need sensational stuff. They need the 20 car uh, accident up, on the right. LA freeway. You know, That's what they need. And so it gives a distorted impression of what life is like on Earth. It's actually much better than it looks, you know, on TV. Well, because that there's is only so true. that is true about, and because there's only a few people, Renegade Nation, that make it into the the mess that it is. But the majority of people on the planet are very nice people. Yeah, that's and they're not true. animals. Yeah. There's only a few animals out there that really want to control everything and screw everything up. And and and, that, and those people will pay the price down the road. But the bottom line is, when you look at the whole cosmos and you look at all of this. If they wanted to hurt us, they have the technology to blow this planet to bits, most likely. And they also are waiting to see what we're going to do next. But I still think and I still feel that they are going to come here and and within the next 20 years. No, I think they're going to come here and show themselves. I think they're going to land someplace where everybody's going to be able to see it and the media won't be able to do anything about it. I mean, they're just going to come down and they're going to land and they're going to be here. And I really feel that. I feel that there's a change coming and that this has been going on for so long and so many people have seen different uh, objects, uh, whether lying or BSing it or, or actually saw it. I know I saw what I saw. And I actually believe that this will, this will happen. And I think Kepler has already found other civilizations and they're not telling us about it. That's, that's my feeling about the whole thing. Uh, no, um, actually, um, I, I do agree with you. I do believe we're going to uh, end up being introduced to the Federation uh, probably within a decade or two. Within a decade. Um, that's or, what I, or, but because that's why, that's why NASA the other day said in two decades, they, they said this, in two decades, we will be going to Mars. We'll be able to fly somebody to Mars. And all of a sudden, you know, like maybe in two decades, maybe the uh, un, uh, unidentified flying object or an alien, uh, alien uh, force, not an, a force, but an alien it's, civilization it's, it's will the come here. Right? The Federation will come here. Bob, one more last question before we go. This is okay. important. If the U.S. Okay. government, if the United States government or private sources put you, Bob, in charge of investigating the technology of UFOs and can provide you with the necessary resources, how would you undertake that task? Oh, I'd, I'd love it. I'd love that job. Uh, what I would do right away is um, uh, I would assemble a team of um, scientists and engineers, technicians, um, and uh, and volunteers, um, and and would put would put together the kind of equipment, spectrographic equipment, that would be uh, necessary to detect Hawking radiation, and that would have to include uh, like gamma ray detectors, X-ray detectors, infrared, ultraviolet. Uh, the optical spectrum, everything, the entire electromagnetic spectrum. And, and unfortunately, it would be rather expensive because there's many different types of equipment, and you would have to correlate the data to get it uh, correct. But, Bob, even though it might be really expensive, the U.S. government has tons of money. They just keep on printing more money, so they would be able to fund <laughs> you with no problem whatsoever. I like that. <laughs> they keep printing money. All you got to do is go to the Illuminati. They'll give you the money. Yeah. Or the banksters. Anyway. If so. only you were one of the Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bob, again, here's Bob's book. We're going to run Renegade Nation. It's Bob Schroeder. If you want to really get into it and really... Yeah, you have anything to say, Marla? I, I thought I saw a glim- uh, something on the no, side of my eye uh, over here. 
Huh? No, no, that was the uh, oh, alien that was the alien. The okay. Anyway, Renegade Nation, if you really <laughs> want to really get into the physics side of this, uh, not some wacko saying they got impregnated by an alien, if you really want to know how, how a lot of this works and what Bob has come up with over the years, it's, the book is called Solving the UFO Enigma, How Modern Physics is revealing the technology of UFOs. I'm going to put the book cover up on Renegade oh, yeah. and the Amazon connection, uh, uh, the click-through, <clears throat> whatever, whatever they call it, the link. <laughs> You'll be able to click on the cover of the book and link over. And you should read this. It's very, very interesting what Bob has come up with, especially when it comes into the dimension side of it and where, where, where we are in the Federation, as Bob calls it, in the civilization and as, as we move forward. Yes, Marla? No, I'm just thinking about consciousness. Our bodies only last for so long. I think we look just like these people because they were here billions of years ago. Yeah. And uh, hey, by the way, guys, thank you so much for having me on again. Bob, oh, thank gosh, you. We'll Bob. have you on. Yeah, you're you're great. Bob, we'll have you on next month again. We'll do it every one Thursday out of the month. Have Bob Schroeder on. Again, Renegade Nation, name of the book, Solving the UFO Enigma, How Modern Physics is Revealing the Technology of UFOs. Bob, thank you so much for being on the yeah, air and giving your time to us. We so appreciate it. Fascinating. Renegade Nation, we're out of here. You guys have a great day and enjoy life, and we'll see you tomorrow. Hello. Hello.